Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. I don't want a lot for Christmas. It's that time of season. It's November. No. You know what time it is. No. Please, are you one of those people that actually, like, come November, you immediately, um, you immediately put up the Christmas decorations and all that and promote all the Christmas? I mean, that's already on my YouTube history. Seriously? Yep. I did not think you were actually, like... I love Christmas. You and my roommate, my former roommate, would have, you know... Oh, no, we got along really well, because we would always be in the kitchen playing, uh, uh, Christmas music. From, like, November, stock, December, a little bit of January, too, just to keep the spirit alive. For those who didn't know, my former roommate, he loved Christmas almost as much as Buddy the Elf, and it would be about November, and he would just decorate everything, and he'd do a good job of it, but I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna let him do his thing. And it's not like I don't hate Christmas or anything, it's just like, for the, like, to do all that decorating, I just could not do it. Yeah, I, I love the season, and we we'd always be in the kitchen, and we'd be uh, we'd be singing along to all. The, we'd have like two hour long playlists of Christmas music. Okay, it was just that it was the best. Nice. Um, we're back. It's our first episode since the twenty four hour stream, which and wasn't that long ago. Actually, it, it was, was like it two was, weeks ago. Yeah, just I, not even that. Well, depending on when I release this, really. But, oh well, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it hasn't been that long. Uh, I think we'll talk about the stream a little bit. We'll talk about the one thing that everybody's talking about, and What's uh, that? you know what it is. We'll talk. We'll give our tribute to Stanley. Oh, Stan. yeah. I thought you were going to talk about Fallout seventy six, and I was like, I don't think that many people are talking about it. No, not yet. I know that you're excited about. It. Did you pre-order that, by the way? Uh, I have actually not pre-ordered it yet. Did, I'm surprised you did not get like the power armor special. Well, I thought about it, but I put money down for Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, Eevee, uh, Super Smash Brothers. Fair. Uh, I bought Red Dead Redemption Two just recently. Fair. So I, I kind of. Uh, That's what there. Eric's doing right now. I said, Eric, would you uh, want to record? And he goes, I can't. Red Dead. Yeah, I don't blame him. It's it's addicting. I hear what's funny. The funny thing about Red Dead Redemption is that everybody's saying it's a great game, but it's too realistic. I don't think it's too realistic. I mean, the horses have testicles, so that's about where I draw the line. That's where you draw the line. Yeah, well, that, that's like the that's the cusp of realism. Your your animals can reproduce more than you can in real life. All right, we're already getting there. But yeah, everybody's talk, like everybody's loving Red Dead, and I think that it could be. I think it could be game of the year, but I also feel like we could be prisoners of the moment. I think we're prisoners of the moment. Let's not jump too much on the hype train. It's got a good story so far, but it's got problems too. Yeah, I've heard it has problems, but I'm I'm trying to think like what is because I know the Game Awards just came out. Not to be confused with our awards, which are called that Game Awards, completely different. We came out. At, I don't know. If, I'm trying to remember who came with ours first, but. Um, we gotta get Jeff Keighley on, see if we can talk about it. But he had his Game of the Year nominations out for the uh, for the Game Awards, and it was God of War. Red Dead was already up there. Celeste. I'm trying to think of a few other. Oh, Spider Man. And so I'm oh, curious to Spider-Man see. 
I'm curious to see if Red Dead gets it because of recency bias or if it's legitimately a good game. Because I've, granted, I have not played it yet, and so far my favorite out of it is God of War. Uh, I I played a little bit of God of War. I played, I'm up to chapter oh, four or so Okay. Red Dead. Uh, played the Yeehaw, played the Yee Yee. So, got a little bit of experience. I feel like I should ask what that is, but I feel like I'm going to be walking into a trap. Yeehaw, these nuts. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something stupid. Um, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about the 24-hour stream. If you watched us on November 3rd, thank you again for watching and donating. Uh, and if you didn't, you didn't miss much. No, I mean, you missed a lot. You, you, missed, you missed a lot. Fun. I feel like... I had a, so apparently um, somebody was streaming it at work and a lot of the people were watching it just on one computer. Okay. So we, we had a lot more than we thought at one point because they were just watching, like early in the morning when there was no patients, they were just watching it. So. Oh, great. That was pretty fun. That's great because I, let's, I, yeah, let's talk about the end of the night because have you watched the footage yet? No. Wait, at what point? Um, When you guys went to sleep. I didn't know Eric went to sleep a second time. Eric went to Eric didn't necessarily go to sleep, so when I played Condemned, I played it for I played it for at least a good hour or two, and then I decided to play something else. I played Heroes, and meanwhile, as I'm playing Heroes, I'm slowly passing out. Okay. And I'm like, Eric, do you want to play any, anything? He goes, Nope. And he just falls back asleep. And yeah, oh, Eric was done with it about 17 hours in. Yeah. He was tired. Yeah. And I mean, I I passed out for a little bit. I didn't mean to pass it. I just wanted to at least like. So our stream was literally nothing at one point. It, our stream, I passed out for like I don't know how long I passed out for. I think it probably was just a couple minutes, but it was just like, oh, all right, playing something, and then I didn't know I had to keep the light off because I didn't want to you know bother Eric. And but at the same time, it's like I don't know if they saw me or anything, but um, everyone was just really confused when there was and by everyone I mean no one was watching it that hour of the morning. Oh yeah, so we were safe. Yeah, I think we were safe at that point, but uh, I think the definite highlight was getting Jackie Jing on and talking with her, which, we, which I think going in, we expected that to be five to ten minutes, and that was about it, because we kind of just wanted to talk about anime for a little bit, and we ended up talking for about 30 minutes or so. I, yeah, I guess so. I and the time. All I remember was she has a lot of Boku no Hero Academia knowledge and that made me happy yes like she that. she loves anime and she her of course like um again check out her article about cowboy bebop oh, and what it means it's her. actually it's really good article it's a really good it's article even, it's not even fake pump like it's actually just it's just good it's generally well written mm -hmm. and i thought it was really thoughtful yeah you know? it really was kind of makes you think of your own like little story there and you're like wow you know do i have that not even necessarily anime but just TV show, book, movie, mm -hmm. uh, even sport or, you know, video game. I feel like when you have a favorite, like, when you have something that you're a big favorite of, like, for me, it was, like, Mega Man. Like, I remember the first time playing Mega Man. Like, with Cowboy Bebop, I remember that going in and just loving it. And it's like, okay. And so I had my own story. Granted, I, her story is a lot better than mine. Oh, yeah. But um, I felt like that was the connection. I feel like everybody has one of those stories. And so it was really cool just to talk with her and all that. But we were we got a whole bunch of sponsors, so we want to thanks again to Valkyrie Donuts, um, Flippers Pizzeria, and Tijuana Flats for helping us out during the stream and all that. Uh, it was overall, I think the day was still a lot of fun. Like we still raised a decent good. amount of money. Yeah, no, we did really well. Um, 
you know, we'll probably do it again next year if we're all still kind of here. I yeah. Think a lot of fun to do. And even if we're not, maybe, you know, one person or we all just, I don't know, collaborate streams or something if we're mm-hmm. farther apart. But uh, I would love to do it again next year mm-hmm. for sure. Likewise. Um, it, it, it's definitely a lot of fun. And we, I mean, we did it for 24 hours. The most disheartening moment is when d- the two o'clock hit twice. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you're just like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I felt bad for my friends at work because they had to deal with that twice. And they, I mean, they were working, so. Yeah. But that. the worst. Oh, man. They had to pick, they had to pick daylight savings to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Rooster Teeth actually just did theirs. They raised, uh, I think, 1.2 million. Uh, I was like, they had, they, they did really well. I watched some of theirs. They looked really nice. Giant Bomb did, um,. They did Rock Band for 24 hours. Rock Band for 24 hours. So it was Alex Navarro just doing drums 24 hours straight. I think I'd actually want to die. Ends with Freebird. Oh, well, that was pretty much half the stream then. Yeah. So I I felt so bad because I know Andrew WK did a 24-hour drum solo um, one time. So he has the record for that. And I don't know if Guinness will actually look at that. Let's do a record. Let's set a record for something. Oh, gosh. What is it going to be? I don't know. 24 hours of Pokemon. Oh no! I could do that actually. By the way, which um, uh, so you said you pre-ordered Let's Go uh, Pikachu Eevee. Which okay. one did you pre-order? Uh, all right. Well, I wanted Eevee, mm-hmm. uh, but my roommate is also getting it. Um, so we were just gonna we're there's region exclusive or I'm sorry game exclusives, you know, to mm-hmm. Eevee versus Pikachu. So, uh, he wanted Eevee, and at the time he'd already pre-ordered it. So I went with Pikachu just so that we could do the trades and yeah. I mean, I, I know Pokemon Go collaborates with it, so like tech and my my Pokedex is complete for Kanto. So, okay. I don't actually, I guess there's no problem with, you know, completing the game, but, you know, just for nostalgia's sake and being able to say we have both of them. Okay. I went for Pikachu. That's I'd fair. rather have had Eevee, though, honestly. Yeah, because I think, don't you have the 3D print of Eevee, and then, like, I you do. shift it, and it has all, yeah. I do, I have uh, all the uh, Eeveelutions on there, mm-hmm. up to... Uh, yeah. up to, actually, yeah, it's most it's updated completely. Staying with Pokemon, I'm assuming you've at least watched this five times. The, oh, P- I, I know what you're gonna say the uh, Pokemon Detective movie. Yes. The, yeah, absolutely. I think it looks. Listen, I know people <clears throat> kind of they kind of hated on the uh, artwork they set, like they used for the um for the Pokemon themselves and how they rendered them. Mm-hmm. I think they look really good though. I think they look really good as well. I really like. like it's it. not like a campy. Um, this is gonna be a dated reference, like a Paula Abdul music video where it's like it's it, real life, but then he's like this obviously cartoony yeah. like figure. No, they, they they did a good job or Space Jam. I could have just said that. I mean, you could have said Space Jam. I well, that Space Jam was good though for. But Space for Jam was good, and they did it right because I mean they wanted to make it in a Looney Tunes style yeah. world, but like this, they kind of they treated it as if Pokemon were in the real world. I think it open. I want this movie to do really well because if this succeeds, the the franchise gets a whole new area to go through. Like. We're talking a legitimate live-action movie, though, of something more than just Detective Pikachu. We could actually see, like, an actual series come out of this, and I would love that. I mean, I love how it looks. It looks really good. It does, and all I can think of is Pikachu acting like Deadpool, and that's just a problem for me. I, 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 there was part of that, like, I think it's because when you're an actor that is known for one thing, Mm -hmm. you kind of see that role in other ones. Like, when you see... Hugh Jackman, uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I mean Wolverine. Let's be yeah, real. you Let's... see all you see a whole bunch of Wolverine when you like Johnny Depp. You see a whole bunch of Captain Jack Sparrow. Exactly. You think? I mean, we can keep going. Mar- we can just stick to Marvel alone. You have, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Most people know as Iron Man. Yeah. You know, he's had several prevalent roles that I, I like. I'm like, wow, these were really good. 
but you always associate it yeah. with Iron Man, and so I think that's that's the flaw going in. But I think he will do a good job. Well, he'll do great. Of he'll just great. like of kind of separating it out because like you you kind of saw like a little bit of the wit, but you also saw like like the more serious side that you didn't really get in Deadpool. Yeah, like you see him trying like. You see him, like, you know, trying to get execute the communication barrier and all of that. And, like, it was more like a childish, like, it's a little bit childish humor, but it still looks good. Yeah. No, it, it, it looks really good. I, I hope it does well. I think it will. People just have to kind of have an open mind about it. You can't yes. go in thinking, oh, Pikachu looks furry. Like, what do you think Pikachu's going to look like if it were real? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be a bald rat. I'm going to show you that. Exactly. But I'm excited for it. It's uh, coming out in 2019. Yeah, it yeah. can't come soon enough. Oh, I'm, I'm super ready for it. I, I watched that trailer and I was like, wow, I'm actually really excited I for it. Too. Because I kind of thought that if Ryan Reynolds got it, it's like, okay, it's just a joke, whatever. Because I think we heard around April we, Fool's. We did hear it originally on Twitter is where I heard it first. And I think Ryan Reynolds actually was the one who tweeted it, uh, something about it. And yeah. I was, like, I was like, what is this even about? Like, I'm like, what is this? What is this thing? even? And then uh, it kind of, I actually brought it to my roommate maybe like two weeks ago. I was like, remember that Detective Pikachu, Ryan Reynolds thing? I'm like, what happened with that? And he's like, I don't know. And then two weeks later, we got this trailer and I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And it looks good. And and I'm so psyched for it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. This is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely excited for it. Um, How sore are you right now? Uh, I'm actually not really sore at all. Uh, I was, I went to the gym earlier today. Okay. Uh, I did back and biceps, so I got to, pretty much the two things I worked out probably the most at that run. Okay. For those of you who do not know, um, we, Kyle and I just recently did the Savage Race. We put down the controllers and took, uh, took it into real life. Oh, and we just hated life. I love for, life for a good majority of it. I mean, it was fun. I like life. amidst I actually, all the pain. I didn't. I didn't like falling from places. No. Like jumping. I didn't like that part. But yeah, it was crazy because we coming out of it, we realized that we got injured. You yeah. fractured your foot. Yeah. I have very a fractured. Yeah, nice. very early. I fractured my middle finger on my left hand, so. For me to actually finish all the obstacles, which mainly require using my grip, that's it's kind of intense. Like, what was what was your favorite actually going in, like or finishing um, up? My favorite obstacle, I mean, Twirly Bird was pretty fun. Um, I hated Twirly Bird. I think it's also because that's why I fractured my middle finger. But what was the one with the Wheel World? Yeah, Wheel World was pretty good too. I like that one. Um. I mean, a lot of a lot of those were funny. It was just the ones that I didn't like were the ones that were a transition at the top with a very thin. Essentially, you have to climb over the top and then try not to accidentally fall forward. Oh yeah, climb back down. Yeah, like slippery incline, which, mind you, also giant spider. Oh yeah, in my face, like yeah, as I'm are... descending, and I just shout nope and i just i got down that thing so fast yeah i uh i did not like i don't like having to transition at the top of things because i have like vertigo and when i get to the top i'm like a little bit wavy yeah so i'm like i gotta i gotta like close i just gotta be able to get through once i can start going down it's fine but like some of those obstacles it's kind of tough to to not like you know mm-hmm. lose my balance a little bit and think oh shit, i'm gonna fall so. yeah good sensor 
Yeah. I don't think it'll count. Yeah, it doesn't count. You're good. But uh, no, I it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't really notice the. Now looking back, now I realize that a lot of that cramping was actually my my foot just being your foot your foot yeah. hurting. Like yeah, it was just it was just pain because like the whole time I kept thinking I'm like wow these are real cramps and I was getting some contraction of the toes and I was like wow this is definitely like mild rhabdo which I was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, by the way, for those who do not know what that is, uh, can you yeah, explain to that? Uh, Rhabdomyolysis, the breakdown of muscular tissue and cells, it produces in the urine, it'll turn a darker color, and you'll also feel fatigue, nausea, vomiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, diagnosable only in the emergency room or other medical facility where you can have a, uh, a CK test performed. So it just measures the uh, enzymes in your urine. Okay. Uh, but no, I was in I was in mild rhabdo. Not nothing bad. It was it's it's preventable by drinking water, so staying hydrated. Yeah. Uh, it occurs because of the uh, exchanges of your sodium potassium channels. But but the point of it was mild rhabdo, which is causing the contractions and all of the cramping. But yeah. Also the the foot uh, being at the uh, one of the bones in the feet. This it's a little yeah. bit smaller. It's located right in the middle. Okay. Of the foot. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's where there was a tendon involvement, and that's why I kept right. feeling like I was. The, the scary part was when I finished Twirly Bird, I got, like, as soon as I got to the end, like, I felt the cramp right behind my right knee. And mind you, like, I did cross country for many years. I ran for many years. I've never experienced a cramp before. You know, that's actually ironic. I never have either. And I've played, I mean, ice hockey at a, at a professional level for years. I mean... I played, you know, I played for so long. And I've never had a cramp in my yeah. life. I've I've done multiple sports. I did football. I did swimming. I mean, no cramps ever. Yeah. And then yes, or two days ago now, three days ago. What's yeah. Today? Uh, today. Well, right now at the time of recording, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. So to two days ago. Yeah. Three days. Two days ago. No, two days. Two days. Two days ago. ago. It was on yeah, a Sunday. Yeah, no, two days ago. This is the first time I've ever experienced it. I was like, wow, this is the worst thing in my life. Yeah. It's. Uh, that was scary, and then we like the one just after that's called Sharon's Corner, which oh, it's a yeah. So it's mu- it's literally muddy water. For me, being six foot two, it's up to my shoulder. For poor Kyle, it's up to my face. It's up to his face. Yeah, I actually had to try. But the problem isn't even it's thick mud, and there's a lot of debris at the bottom. Like, yes, a lot of uh, weeds and and. A lot of vegetation. Yeah, and it, it coils around your feet, and it makes it really hard to stay above because you can't tread. Mm-hmm. So that was just a nightmare. Yeah, and that's when I experienced cramps in both my legs then. And at that point, I didn't know if I was going to be able to complete the race just because of the fact that, like, oh, I'm in pain in both my legs, and I can't move in this muddy water. Yeah. So, I, I had to help pull you out a little bit there. Yeah. I, I got out, and I was like, wow, I'm having some cramps. Then I heard you, and I was like, ah, I got to go back. Yeah. I got back in. Well, there was also another person there as well. So at least she helped. Yeah. But like, I wasn't sure like if I, if I was going to be able to like swim across, but I felt like that. You can't swim that. Yeah. Too thick. Yeah. I was say that might be just too thick, but I tried. Believe me. I really did try. Yeah. Um, but that sucked. But of course, like after that, it's the most strenuous, um, the most strenuous stretch because you have the Davy Jones where you jump 15 feet, which always feels like a lot higher than 15 feet. And then you have the Colossus where you sprint up this warped wall. That's about, I would say maybe 15 to 20 feet. I would agree. Yeah. And by that time you're exhausted. Then there's the sawtooth, which mind you 40% completion rate. And it's probably because you're just so fatigued going in. Absolutely. I really do not think that that is a hard obstacle. I think it entirely comes down to that point. 
your hands are raw from multiple water obstacles. Yeah. You've now you've gripped a lot of smaller things here mm-hmm. leading up to that bar. So your your hands are pretty destroyed. You've mm-hmm. been you're soaking wet, so the bar is even harder to hold. Yeah. I don't think it's a challenging obstacle. I think it has the, everything to the do. The problem is people try like the problem is that going in people try to do every little bit of the obstacle. Yeah. So they try to grab onto every ring, every bar and all that. And at the, it, for those of you who do not know, Sawtooth is a, essentially, it's an M, but with monkey bars, uh, uh, <clears throat> but in, uh, you're climbing up monkey bars in an M formation. And on the second time you go up, that bar at the bottom and that next bar is higher than all the others. So people try to grab onto that bar and that's when they fall. And so I tried to make the grab. I was like, oh, nope. And so then that's when I decided to just swing because I played Prince of Persia. I'm like, oh, if the prince can do it, I can do it. And so I'm swinging back and forth. And that's when I grab it. And of course, I got so loud. I must say, my, my thing is I'm just not long enough to do that jump. I have to do every bar. I'm just, I'm, it's not on the span to do. Well, no, you probably could do the jump but it would have to be a higher jump not a farther yeah, mine was farther yours yeah, would be point, higher at that point i'm pretty fatigued too yeah I'll, I'll just take every bar and i mean pulling myself up isn't too hard so i'll just mm-hmm. I'll, I'll risk going up jumping as opposed to going across i think for power that that suited me a little yeah better. but like you probably could do the power just because you're you're a lot stronger than i am fair which i mean i mean that's not like that's not a, like a challenging statement or no. debatable like you are stronger than i am uh, you know, a lot of very strong people at that, at that uh, race. I got to say, a lot of very fit people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm a fairly fit guy. And a lot of them, I mean, size me up pretty, pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> pretty huge people. I think what was kind of cool was the wide variety of people that were yeah. there. Yeah. From, like, the physically fit to the very thin like me to the... Even the people who I guess are quote-unquote, like... I'll say quote unquote bigger than me, so to say, weight wise. Oh yeah, I mean, um, and it one is just an absolute positive atmosphere. Yeah, no matter what, really good stuff. You have everybody cheering you on, and it's everybody's just doing the obstacle and doing their best. And I feel like that that's just kind of the cool thing going in was just the fact that like you can see, you could hear mud run and immediately be turned off because you're quote-unquote not in shape, but when in actuality, there's a lot of people who could probably be in worse shape than you still doing this, yeah. and they're still completing certain obstacles. So I always would recommend anybody trying, and if you fail, you can still try it again. It's not one of oh, those... Oh, yeah, no, I failed plenty of obstacles the first time, and I had to do them a second, and I think on a few, even a third time. Yeah, like, I mean, it took me... Tw- like, how many times did it take me to do Twirly Bird? Like, it took me yeah. at least five times. I failed Twirly Bird uh, on the second ring, fell in the water, and I was like, I think... I'm pretty sure I can do this one. I had to learn how to do it at first. And uh, up until that point, actually, that had been the first one I failed. Tree Hugger I failed a few times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of you that, I mean, you fail. That's, it's, a, it's a testament to whether or not you're one of those people who's going to do it again and just pass. Yeah. Or whether you're not going to be like, well, all right, I tried. I'm going to yeah. move on. And nothing's, long- there's nothing wrong with it. but Exactly. There's nothing wrong with, like, failing it and trying it again or failing and just be like, okay, next time yeah. I'm going I've to learned, do it again. You know, I gave it my best shot. And I, maybe it's practical to admit you just can't do something sometimes. Yeah. There, there is no shame in admitting, I just can't do it. You know? Right. So... But I think it was really cool. And, of course, at the end, I just hated everything. Yeah, it took me a little bit of time to get my uh, my feedback under me once I yeah. crossed that finish line. Yeah. Did they take pictures of the finish line? No. 
weird place to not take pictures, I gotta say. Well, I mean... You feel like that's where people are gonna be their happiest, though. Uh, I feel like that's when people pictures. are gonna be at their most exhaustive state. And that's why it's a good picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that would have been... I, You know? A little last stretch would have been a good one, but... Yeah. You know. Instead, I had my girlfriend take photos of me at the second to... Oh, no, third to last obstacle instead. I didn't ever want to take pictures of me. I hate... Let's talk about that for a second and how all your photos of you look incredibly manly and masculine. Do and they? Compared to mine? I, yes. I mean, I looked at... So I liked... I really... My favorite picture of you was the... Uh, the one where you're going down the slide, your face is like a giant O. I was like, that was my absolute. I you mean shocked picture. Pikachu face. Yes, that <laughs> was a good picture. That was a really good picture. Um, whereas I saved them all. Yeah, like yeah. all <laughs> that one. Oh, well, that's not the one with your big O. But that's not that's not my big O face. But that is me bracing myself for water. But all of Kyle's photos are of him being this burly man. Climbing up the rope, carrying the lumber. Carrying the lumber, yeah. Um, he, he just looks like a man. I look like an animal in this picture. He, it, it's, it's him crawling through the mud, I hairs actually, in his face. I actually look like a monster. He, oh, no, no, no. I look like the monster when you flip over to the next one. <laughs> where I literally look like a monster, but all mine either look like I'm angry or I just look so awkward. Where's the O picture? You were There's to, the O picture, yes. There, uh, it is me <laughs> practically recreating the shocked Pikachu meme. By the oh, way, future meme Hall of Fame right there. That's a really good one. That is a good one. Oh, man. I mean, we could always share these to the... Uh, on the Facebook page? We could always share them on the Facebook Facebook. page. Facebook.com slash that game show show. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Like, uh, We'll post some photos. We'll post up. a few photos. Give it some good I time. hated my life then. <laughs> you want to do it again? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Chase Bunker. You two do your best to completely sabotage any segment. Kyle Helmstetter. You ever have those videos? Oh, I'm sorry. This is that game show. So I don't think you're into payday as much as I am, correct? Uh, that's, yeah, that's safe to say. Okay. So, uh, I found out, IGN just posted this article that a secret ending of Payday 2 has been announced. Or uh, was put into the game. Mind you, like, they overkill the creators of Payday announced that they are no longer going to be adding any more DLC to it. Payday 2 is officially done. And it's sad because it was a game that I played for years and I've grown to become friends with some of the developers. And it, mind you, like, it was also people that I won that contest to go to LA, meet the developers. And, like, I have a whole bunch of memories going into that game. And so... Uh, I took a little bit of a hiatus on it, and I found out that there was this secret ending. So now I'm working on getting it. And I've got to say, like, they've added so much content since I've been away. It's so much fun. I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot how much fun you were. I love going back to games where I, I, I almost forgot that they were, like, why I loved them in the first place. And I yes. Back, I'm like... I'm back, baby. Oh yes. Here we go again. Like there, there was one, like there was one part where I'm just running back and forth, just trying to get, um, trying to find three money pallets, and I, I, I jumped out of a plane and got them. Like, and so I'm weaving in and out, like dodging bullets. I'm like, I forgot, like how much fun this really was, and I, it's sad. I'm sad to see it go. I'm still working on getting that secret ending, but I think. It's got to be one of my favorite multiplayer games of all time. It was so well done. 
and I'm excited. I'm excited for what they have in the future with Walking Dead. I hope that they do make a Payday Three. I feel like they could do a really great job with that. But overall, um, you know, I just wish Overkill the best of luck, and it's you know it has to end at some point. Yeah, everything, everything eventually. You know, Club Penguin did it. Yeah, but Payday's got to do it too. Payday for me was one of the absolute highlights of my life in terms of multi multiplayer gaming. It was an absolute blast, and I'd always recommend anybody who's looking for a game to try it out because it's so good, and it's the fan base, I feel like, is also really supportive. Like, I feel like it's one of the better fan bases. That's a good thing. That's a really that's a sign of a good game. When your community is good, the developers listen. Mm -hmm. So it's a solid foundation. Right. It sounds like Overkill's got a lot of good stuff uh, surrounding them right yeah. now. Um, so speaking of Payday... Uh, and the experience. Have you tried the alpha yet for Breach? I have actually gotten it ready. I have. I was. Uh, so I got my computer back. Right. Finally. I literally today got it back. Nice. Um. I have all the intention to play it right now. Yeah. Um. Definitely. I. I was like the second I got it back. I was like, okay, I got to download like five things: emulators for Pokemon. Right. I got to download the recording software. Did right. That. I think I actually have to update to uh, our new OBS. Mm -hmm. um and then i gotta get breach i was like we talked about it a few times i've seen a little bit about it so breach is very interesting for those of you who don't know it's by qc games some of the people that worked on um some of the people from bioware and it's a dungeon brawler and so i played um there's a wide variety of classes that you can immediately start off with and i thought that was really cool and you pretty much you go through like this dungeon and you go up you go up against this dungeon master so to say they call it a veil demon and throughout the dungeon, you have to complete certain objectives within the time limit. If you can't do it, then the uh, the Veil Demon gets a point and they level up. If you complete the objective, you level up. So it, it's one of those things where like, you try to battle it for who gets to level up. And I think it's kind of cool because you get certain abilities and all that. And I, I'm it, it piqued my interest. And so far, I thought it was a really cool multiplayer experience because I played with some people online. I'm like, okay, this actually, like, it's... I, I brought up Payday. It's like, okay, this is actually kind of a unique experience that I haven't felt since Payday. That's just fair. because of the fact that, one, I haven't played anything like this before, but also the fact of, like, it's not a MOBA, mm -hmm. so there's that. But it, it, it had, like, a whole bunch of RPG-like features where it's, like, with WoW... You just have, like, it's just the raid. And I feel like that's that's a really cool thing that they can actually just incorporate this one raid and see if you can get better and try to work on that while also making it, you can make it PvP, you can make it PvE. There's different modes, but it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So um, there's still ha they'll still unleash more alpha keys coming out uh, within the later months. But so far, it was really good for a technical alpha. I, I definitely have a plans on playing it. I'm not sure if I want to stream it or I don't know, I have to look at the rules first. There's as well. there's certain rules like I know yeah. this past one they allowed streaming. Yeah. I didn't yeah. stream just because I wanted to try it out. Um, but then the the alpha prior mm. they did no streaming. Right. So, so you have to, I mean obviously console the rules um, whether or not you can record at all because mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I want to go stream versus like maybe a record voiceover or just a record and then release it like that. Yeah. But no, I definitely want to play and I definitely want to you know. It's fun and I definitely recommend at least trying to apply for 
an alpha key. I don't know when it's going to come out and when it's going to go live, but it's definitely something that you might want to look into. If you're you, in. Do you feel like the alphas lately, like for games that are released, they, they've been, they've almost been bet, like bet they're, they're improving. Like, mm-hmm. did you play Seven Days to Die when it was in alpha? I never did, no. I played a very brief bit of it and it was good. And unfortunately, I mean, it's still a good game, but like it, it's been stalling essentially. Like it's kind of spinning in the mud right now. It's not really going anywhere in my opinion but like but like i feel like the the quality of alphas has improved so much over like the even just this year like we're we're seeing alphas that are if they they feel like they're not a complete game but they're mm-hmm. significantly more complete than what we've experienced in the past i remember feeling that way with killing floor 2 how it was in early development it was in early access and i tried it out it's like wow this is really good for early access and I think since I think with the inclusion of early access now, some games have just kind of stepped it up because like if you come in with glitches, it turns people off. Yeah. Dota Two is a perfect example for me because when I played Dota Two in the beta, I absolutely hated it and I was like, okay, never gonna play this garbage ever again. I haven't played Dota Two since, mind you. I know that they've probably fixed everything, but just because of that moment, it was a was massive it early turnoff. Access or was it? It was beta. It was beta. Okay. Yeah, and so um. I think nowadays game companies are they're more stringent as to like what they put out. They want to make sure that they put out like even if it's an alpha, they want to make sure it's a high quality alpha. They don't want to come in with something with a whole bunch of bugs. And if everything like like what they're doing also is like they're at least incorporating stress tests as well, which I feel like if you're a multiplayer game, you need to do that cuz I feel like companies don't do that anymore. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so many times where we're just like like, WoW's a perfect example where they'll put out a game and all of a sudden servers are full, can't get in. Oh, all the time. And it's like, all the time. what's the point? Like, how have you not done research on this? These these highly demanded games, and they want to be highly demanded, yet they don't make it so that they can handle mm-hmm. the high demand. It's a very weird concept to me. It's like a flow sheet. Like, do you want high demand? Yes. Do you know how to handle that? And then they go to no, and then they're like, and then the bubbles, like, restart everything. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad that... Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're seeing more and more nowadays a better, better, more quality alpha and beta testing. Even though like that's not the final product, but it, it looks good on their end. Yeah. Well, it's a good time also to fix up any uh, customer complaints or, you know, they're like, hey, I don't like this method. And a lot of people voice the same concern. Right. It's not too late to change some codes there to, to fix things up. Be like, all right, well, let's just smooth it out a little bit okay so it's a good time to do it because i mean you don't have an abundance of codes relying on each other mm-hmm. so i think it's a good idea for early access too chase bunker we're talking memetics right now mm-hmm. and he's on point yeah, yeah he's on point i have a degree in mimology what do you have kyle helmstetter i just minored in it <sighs> damn waste of money such I know. a waste of time you might as well just gotten a gender studies degree this is that game show so just the other day, in the high of us getting the Detective Pikachu uh, trailer, we got the unfortunate news. I think... Yesterday. Yeah. I think we all knew it was coming, but we kind of didn't want it to come just because we knew he was battling illness and all that. And... Yeah, it's... I don't know. My, uh... I, I, how'd you find out about it? I found out on facebook someone posted something and i was like wait what and so i immediately went to twitter and twitter confirmed it i uh i actually 
saw it. I, I saw it maybe two minutes after I think one of the first reports came out. It was just an accident. I wasn't even like really looking. I went to my um, email to send some work emails and I clicked on the wrong thing and ended up on the main browser and I saw the article. I was like, oh, yeah, what? And, and it's a sad day for pretty much. It's a sad day in imagination, essentially. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it's. You know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know him. Everybody knows, Everybody him. knows who he is. Even and if you don't like comics, you know him. Yeah, that, that was the thing. Like I didn't, I didn't read comics growing up, but I at least like I watched the shows based off them. I watched mm-hmm. the movies based off them. I played the games and all that. And it's, it's definitely sad when you lose an icon such as him because of what he meant to everybody because he yeah. brought imagination and wonder to us all like young and old and all that like he like he created worlds that that expanded beyond our wildest imaginations he was the main influence for every artist out there who wanted to be a comic book writer a comic book artist yeah and eventually to see him leave this world it's it's very sad but like we knew it was happening like i said but we I don't think we just we didn't want it to happen. Yeah, I, I believe he was ninety five. Yes. That's a, for for a writer of anything, that's a pretty substantial age. Yes. I mean, we've talked a little bit about like the Japanese manga writers and how you know their working conditions and how their demand is. It's different in America, but nonetheless, that is a very demanding job. Yes. At, at any aspect, so to for him to get to that age is. Mm-hmm kind of remarkable it's really. it's gonna be tough watching a marvel movie without like a stanley cameo i you know and i don't want this to sound like if there was ever time but his passing correlating with what will be i think the pinnacle movie of this coming year i mean mm-hmm. you know the new avengers it almost feels like it's the like ending. it feels like the story yeah it's it feels like the the way that he would want it to have gone. I wish that he could have seen the actual ending, the f- have it see it go full circle. Yeah. But I am glad that he was able to see all the creations he has made yeah. come into movie form and not suck and become yeah. the icons that they are, and have to see them become like this these influential, powerful figures essentially. Like how we've seen Captain America become, how Black Panther is a symbol amongst a group of people, essentially, yeah. and like it's, it's been it's nice to have him re- or for him to realize and see all of his work come to, you know, to entertain the masses, and I feel like the masses is an understatement. So um, I don't want to say rest in peace, Stan, but I do want to say thank you for everything you've given to the world whether it be comics movies characters and all that so um we will definitely miss you and i know everybody else in the world will as well um thank you guys again for listening you can catch us on uh facebook facebook.com slash that game show show you can follow us on twitter at that underscore game show you can follow us on instagram at that underscore game underscore show um i didn't realize i did the button
I thought I just did that underscore game show. Whoops. I don't know. I, I think you're. I think you're right. I, I could be right. I could actually take a look right now. Let's actually end this on a somewhat happier, oh, no, right. more yeah. awkward note. It's that underscore game underscore show. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops, a doodle. But. Um. Well, well, that's the thing. Yep, that um, was a thing. Catch us on streaming. Uh, now that I got a computer, that means I'm going to be streaming a lot more. That's good. Uh, I actually had plans to do it not tonight, but I was going to try and do it like tomorrow-ish. Um, if you guys have any ideas, let me know. I want uh, my plan is actually to do one of the hardest Pokemon playthroughs known to mankind. I'm going to have to find out how to do it and what even it is. But um, you going to do a Nuzlocke? More than a Nuzlocke. I want this to be so freaking hard that I actually. Punch your computer. Well, I, I need to call Pokemon Detective Pikachu and have him investigate why I just murdered myself. Well, that got dark very quickly. It's not dark. Pikachu's fluffy and he's yellow. That's how we're going to end it now? That's how we're going to end it. Alright, great. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page. YouTube.com forward slash that new show show and follow us on facebook facebook.com forward slash that new show show